Good morning, it's first thing Friday so it's time for fix. This is the audio version of my weekly newsletter, made with a synthetic voice form Amazon Polly. Read the original, with all the links at addictivelondon.com. Fix Insider Friday October 21st. The original thesis of Fix was that tech was changing advertising and that this was worth watching, on the basis that, if you understand the changes, you are best positioned to do well from them. As we saw tech begin to impact TV we watched Newt and as retail embraced tech too, we started focusing on merchant too. Now we see all these areas colliding. The Amazon Prime Newt business is complementary to their merchant media business. A spot in this week's Premier League games reaches a valued audience and attribution can tell if it impacted sales through Amazon. The ultimate combination comes with the news that Amazon has persuaded the NFL to stage a Black Friday game next year, the first game on the Thanksgiving Friday and it will be aired by Amazon. This is an inspired move that works for everyone, except retailers relying on store traffic on the big day and holiday shopping. In Australia we see Criteo launch its connected TV service, combining the reach of CTV with their shopper data. Tesco shopper data can be used on Sky, through their Dunhumby relationship. Merchant New Forrester data shows the impact of digital on retail and forecasts this will grow to $3.8 trillion by 2027. The ways digital impacts sales are varied. Newer approaches like Instacart are being captured in case studies like this one from Merkel and Nestle. Big players see social as growing in importance and Walmart is investing in a new platform for creators making it easy for creators to monetize shoppable products from the retailer. They are also poshing live commerce and the Wall Street Journal has a good piece on growing interest in this subject, summed up by this quote. It isn't huge in terms of being a revenue generator, it's huge in terms of engagement. I shared a good study on UK businesses testing live commerce on TikTok, a few weeks ago. Let me know if you would like a copy. Klarna have a flurry of new products as they look to diversify beyond BNPL, this video shows the breadth of their offer. More insight into how Shine makes their clothes so cheap, they pay workers 3p per garment. There is a swathe of tech businesses that rely on sweating minimum wage workers, people need to ask whether the benefits come from tech or exploitation. And the English reaction to self-checkouts has spread to the US, their two people mistake avocados for carrots and steal from retailers. Shoppers feel justified because retailers are using the devices to eliminate jobs. Social The Washington Post looks at the popularity of TikTok. TikTok's website was visited last year more often than Google. No app has grown faster past a billion users, and more than 100 million of them are in the United States, roughly a third of the country. The average American viewer watches TikTok for 80 minutes a day, more than the time spent on Facebook and Instagram, combined. The average number of hours each American user spent every day on TikTok exploded 67% between 2018 and 2021, while Facebook and YouTube grew less than 10%, investment analysts at Bernstein Research wrote in an August report. TikTok has replaced the friction of deciding what to watch, the researchers said, with a sensory rush of bite-sized videos, delivering endorphin hit after hit. The article talks about how the algorithm works but for real depth look at this thread where someone has analyzed hundreds of TikToks from game studios looking for insight into what works. TL slash DR? It's all about likes and favorites. This is a great take on the current state of social from a smart VC. Web3. I think Web3 takes off when the new tech solves old problems. Look at CRM which has been broken by spam and a lack of privacy, but Starbucks are rethinking the concept with Web3 exclusible. A French startup has similar ambition. Is there a way to rethink ads too? Maybe. 
Antonio Garcia Martinez is the ex-Facebook ads guru who was hired by Apple then let go a few days later. He has an interesting Web3 startup and this tweet got my attention. Note, when we say ads, ick, we don't necessarily mean skeuomorphic Web2 pop-ups. Web3 will enable all sorts of media models, ones that push value to creators and enable direct conversations with fans and users. In fact, we already have Web3 ads, they're called drops. Smile. The Neat sent a reporter to explore the meta-metaverse and this long report gives it a mixed review. To me it just sounds like an update second life. McKinsey are offering to help by building a safer metaverse with the former MD of Lego Ventures interviewed. Newt. The latest Netflix numbers have reassured the markets and bought time for the management to launch their new advertising revenue stream and reduce password sharing. They played down ads having an early impact but the new entry level should also entice sharers to pay up. 2.4 meters extra subscribers beat quite pessimistic forecasts. As usual reading the shareholders letter gives the best insight, their positivity on binging is interesting, it's a marketing tactic. We think our bingeable release model helps drive substantial engagement, especially for newer titles. This enables viewers to lose themselves in stories they love. As the Google Trends chart shows, the ability to watch all of Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story helped drive significant interest in the show. It's hard to imagine, for example, how a Korean title like Squid Game would have become a mega-hit globally without the momentum that came from people being able to binge it. We believe the ability for our members to immerse themselves in a story from start to finish increases their enjoyment but also their likelihood to tell their friends, which then means more people watch, join and stay with Netflix. They note the measurement from Barb with some relish and variety goes into some detail, as it's such a shift from the previous secrecy over audiences. The move is significant because Netflix audience figures will now be presented daily on what comes as close as one can get to an apples-to-apples basis with broadcasters such as the BBC, ITV, Channel 4, Channel 5 and Sky, the first time such comparisons will be able to take place in the UK and be made public. In the US, independent research body Nielsen has been measuring Netflix for years, but never as consistently, and it's unclear how involved, if at all, the streaming services in sharing its data. The latest gauge from Nielsen shows Netflix doing well versus the competition, at 7.3% of all viewing, but YouTube is the dominant player. The launch video for the Netflix ads service I shared last week had lots of detail on the ads but Digiday have a good summary. A smart media guy makes the point that creative agencies need to step up for Netflix. Especially as the data and attribution will tell us what's working and what's not. The interest in sports shown by Amazon does have a ceiling. After lots of winning bids for football, both the UK and the US versions, they have decided not to renew their tennis coverage. This leaves the door open for Sky, and perhaps Apple? The lure of sports rights for some revolves around the sports betting potential, but maybe that's not as easy as it looks, fast TV service Fubo is closing its betting business. CTV report download, Spark 90. AdTech. My rhapsody on the power of advertising last week triggered a couple of interesting conversations particularly around Apple. Wired cover this topic saying Apple is an ad company now, but miss the point by worrying that Apple users will see lots more ads. I think it's more likely they see no more ads than they do now, but Apple swap out the back end so they profit rather than Google or Meta. This story builds on the Digiday suggestion that Apple are pitching Apple TV ads to agencies, making the point we made about their sports programming. That has to be the starting point for Apple TV ads. With the biggest businesses in the world chasing ad budgets, so is everyone else. Oxios get it, everyone wants to sell your attention. Uber have made a big song and dance about their ad plans, including a big industry party in New York. 
as their press release says. With the addition of journey ads, Uber has created an engaging model that enables brands to share strategic campaigns across Uber's mobility and delivery businesses, while connecting with consumers in brand-safe and captivating ways. And the Wall Street Journal go into some of the targeting options, including where you have been and where you are going. They are going to have to work hard to stop these ads being too intrusive and annoying. AI and creative. So much happening in this space. A Wall Street Journal article sees both the positives and the negatives. Ask an AI art generator for any image. The results are amazing and terrifying. Ars Technica look at the Google Imahan tool. And we are seeing the first commercial uses, here making simple talking heads videos and here a startup that makes social ads using OpenAI's DAL2 and GPT-3. We should also remember the real pioneers like Pencil who have built a workflow around AI and integrations with your ad account at Facebook etc. Plus plus. Amazon UK makes cautious move into insurance sales. Ofcom's first year of video sharing platform regulation. Great thread on Hollywood stars Ryan Reynolds and Rob McKelleny buying Wrexham Football Club. Meta reportedly scraps smartwatch, delays or glasses, what you need to know, CNET. HTTPS colon slash slash twitter.com slash Joe, Pompliano slash status slash 1580587331081613312 Rexum. TikTok rolls out Showtimes, a tool for movie marketers, along with other new features as annual product summit begins, deadline.